Thanks for joining us for Music Raygun number 38.5, mini episode number 11. That's not confusing. <laughs> My name's Paul Ciampanelli. I am Kirk Pinchon. Let's get into it, Kirk. I, you have news? I have some fascinating news that corresponds to our last episode. To our la- to our Quincy Jones episode? Or Correct. Our, okay. Our Quincy Jones episode. All right. <clears throat> I just read this today. Uh, there's going to be a Quincy documentary on Netflix, September 21st, called Quincy. Yeah. Which... It should be called Q. I mean, I'm... I'd Probably rather... not to make it seem like it's a crossover with his autobiography and box set that came out 15 years ago. Those were called Q. So that yeah. was like a multimedia Quincy Jones event. Oh, that was the one. And yeah. it was called Q. I'm so. still saying it should be Q. But <laughs> more importantly, directed by Rashida Jones. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Yeah. I, I read that and almost texted you at work and I was like, I'm going to save it. Save it. She made a documentary this. about her dad. She made a documentary about her dad, about his life and music and career, September 21st, Netflix. Awesome. That's not too far away. Mm-mm. And that's funny because I mentioned today to my coworker, Kevin, who mm-hmm. listens to the show, shout out to Kevin, Yay! Uh, that we did a Quincy Jones episode because he's not totally caught up yet, so he mm-hmm. hadn't heard it and he was excited. And then he said, they should make a biopic of Quincy Jones. He's done so much. And I was like, they should, but he's done so much. Like, how do you squeeze his life yeah. into one biopic? You'd have to do one of those bio movies where you, like, just pick one decade or a set of years or one event and yeah. make the movie about that. Because yeah. you can't do a biopic. It'd be really hard because then it'd be like, oh, let's get to his Ray Charles years. Oh, let's go to Michael Jack- it's yeah. Jackson. And then before all that, oh, let's go to the Jazz years. Yeah. It's it would be like, yeah. Yeah. Too um, much. But it's funny he mentioned they should make a biopic yes. about yeah. Quincy. And here comes a doc. Here so that's close. But also, we didn't know this, so we're on the cutting edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what true. I just wanted to bring Well timed. Yeah. Um, although, if, we, it was re- if it was really well timed and we'd known about it, we probably would have waited a couple months to do that episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> when people were Googling Quincy Jones way more. We're trailblazers, Paul. Yeah, yeah. We'll say that. Yeah. Um, you know what I thought of today, apropos of nothing other than the fact that it's summer music festival yeah. season mm-hmm. right now. We're in full music festival swing. Did you ever go to like festivals? Are you a, were you ever a festival guy, or did you hit it, any of them? No, I would go to. I went to summer concerts, but not festivals. Yeah, because inevitably there's always like two or three bands. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to see. Only two or three? <laughs> yeah, only two or three. Yeah. There was one uh, about last month that uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was in L.A. One of our one of my coworkers went to it. Uh, and the only reason I wanted to go is because uh, it was the revolution had reunited and we're going to play there. Oh. And I was like, fuck, I'll go see that. But then to go through all that, I was like, oh, I got to sit through Neil Young. No, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm not a Neil Young fan. It's like, Where it's was all- it? It was outside of L.A. I cannot remember the name of it. Right, but it wasn't like you were going to be flying to another no, part of the country. No. Okay. No, but still even the effort to go sit through. Like, I'm going to sit through hours of other bands until I get to the one that I really like. Yeah. People are, because I'm such a music fan, they're surprised that I'm not a festival guy. Because you like a lot. You could probably enjoy a concert, a festival with the majority of the people there. I mean, in theory, but I'm not really a big live music guy, which yeah. I've said before. And then also... Those festivals are outdoors. That's another Which thing is a too. big no yeah. thank you. And <laughs> I don't like crowds. Yeah. People. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, I had friends when I was in my 20s who were like, oh, we're driving to Tennessee for Bonnaroo. And I'd just be like, bon voyage. Enjoy. Like, yeah. Enjoy. That's, for, that's yeah. for you and not me. 
Uh, I was trying to think if I've ever been to one. And the only one I can think of that I went to is I went to the Newport Folk Festival in 2004. Mm -hmm. But again, because I'm from Rhode Island, it was pretty local. Like, we could drive down to Newport for 45 minutes. Yeah. See some concert and then come home the same day. Did you stay for the whole thing? No. I think they they would do two or three days. And um, we went that year. It was the summer after I graduated from college. Mm -hmm. And my my one of my best friends Gus uh, had gotten me into uh, Rufus Wainwright okay, when yeah. I was in college, and we both bonded over a mutual appreciation yeah. of Rufus Wainwright. And he was doing the festival that year, so we basically went to see Rufus. Mm-hmm. And the main draw that year was Wilco, okay, because this was at the peak yeah. of like early aughts, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Yankee Fo- Fo- uh, Hotel Foxtrot was a couple years yeah. old. People were super into Wilco. Yeah. And they played, I think, immediately after Rufus on the same stage that Rufus played. So we watched Rufus's set, and they were like, Wilco's coming next. And like, that's when people sort of swarmed that area. Oh, yeah, we were yeah. like, let's go home. <laughs> like, this is the perfect This is the perfect opportunity yeah. to beat traffic. We saw who we came to see. Yeah. Um. So it was basically like we yeah technically we went to one of the days of the Newport Folk Festival but we really just went for a Rufus Wainwright concert how many acts did you see before Rufus though I don't I remember Old Crow Medicine Show played which I don't know if you've ever heard of them that's like made up no yeah they they basically they sound like you would think they sound like that I just remember they were there and I didn't care but I did see them play a little bit but you know who we saw who is surprisingly awesome and I've never, I never, I didn't get into her after yeah. I saw her set, and I've never seen her again since. Joan Osborne. Oh, remember if God was one of us, yeah. that like yeah. one hit wonder. Yeah, she played the folk festival that year, and she was awesome. Wow, I loved her. Did she do the one song? I don't, I don't remember her doing it. <laughs> That's very ballsy of her. Yeah. Um, she was great, Joan Osborne. People are now. I know she can like song. really. She can sing. Like she got like a really powerful voice. Yeah, I mean that song was not great. Prince covered it. Did he really? Yeah, on his uh, album "Rave Into the Joy Fantastic." It's okay, a, it's I a pretty good that cover. Album. That's like ninety seven. No, it's like ninety nine. Okay, yeah, yeah that makes but sense. he co- he covered that. It's pretty good. The reason I that album stands out to me is because at the time it came out, I was a subscriber. To bass player magazine, <laughs> I, and they did. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a Prince cover story. Oh, when Raven did the joint that's the greatest thing that you were. <laughs> when I was in high school, I had a subscription to bass player. So when when it came, mm-hmm. we were like, "Oh fuck yeah!" My bass magazine came. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, Even I though like it was were... just way over my head, I barely played. Yeah. you know, and it was that's for real like music, music, yeah. music nerds, but like musician. Nerds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but I had so that subscription funny. for a couple of years. I kept it until college. Wow. Yeah. That's commitment for that magazine. Yeah. Because at some point, there's got to be someone on the cover. You're like, who? Oh, yeah. There yeah. were lots of, you know, um, I guess like the guitar player equivalents are guys like Inve Malmsteen, yeah. who were like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There Or like proggy guys who are wildly talented musicians who play with a lot of technique. Yeah. But their music is terrible. Yeah, you just don't want to hear their stuff. And because it was the late 90s, 
and new metal was the thing then. Like yeah. a lot of issues would be like the bass player from Corn. <laughs> You're like hard or, pass. Yeah, like ooh, Fieldy from Corn is on the cover, or like the guy <laughs> from Limp Bizkit is on the cover this month. Oh, and, and that's no. when I started to be like, maybe it's time to cancel this. <laughs> yeah, maybe I've moved on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that was nice. Now it's time for Don't At Me. Don't at me. Don't at me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the show when we each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. Please don't. And we're also not going to at each other. No, we're not. As hard as it is to do. Yeah, if you remember last time we we had a Don't At Me, you uh, set a new precedent. You did something that's never been done before on the shows. You did it. You you came to the table yep. with a Don't At Me prepared, I had one. And then I said mine first, and you put yours back in your pocket. I was gobsmacked. Yeah. And I could not go on. I was like, I can't, I can't do mine. Yeah, it was, I was too mind blowing. Surprised by that choice? No, I, I had to go. I had to run with it. So, is your don't at me tonight a new one or the one that you were going to say last time, or you don't want to give it? It's away? a new one. Okay, the one I was going to say last time is more than likely dead. All right, <laughs> I'll let you go first this time. Okay, in yes. case, in case I, I just... don't know what hot take you got <laughs> that could blow me away again. But that yeah, was pretty yeah, epic. Yeah. Uh, but mine's short and sweet. So basically, um. John Cougar Mellencamp is better than John Mellencamp, but not nearly as good as John Cougar. <laughs> Don't at me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Can I ask a question that doesn't... I'm, I just want to ask you to I'm, expand I'm, without I'm, offering I'm an opinion either way. Mm-hmm. You covered John Cougar Mellencamp, John Mellencamp, and John Cougar. Yes. What about Johnny Cougar? Um, I'm folding him into the John Cougar fair. era. Okay, that's, that's all I wanted yeah. to, just yeah. wanted to clarify. No, fair enough. Okay. That's a fair clarification. Uh, here's my don't at me. The song In Quintessence by the band Squeeze is the best song with the word quintessence in the title. <laughs> don't at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's that. Mm-hmm. Let's play Trivial Pursuit. Let's do it. RPM edition. Let's do it. Uh, would you like to ask first or be asked first? I will be asked first. All right. I will let you draw. What does RPM edition mean? I. What does that mean? RPM is revolution. Oh yeah, per yeah, minute. yeah duh. It's, the, it's the record. In my speed. head, I thought it was something related to actual Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> that was a dumb question. Yeah. Um, that one is okay. First category is cover notes. It's a Beatles question. Uh, Which two Beatles perform on the song The Ballad of John and Yoko? Which two Beatles perform on The Ballad of John and Yoko? I'm going to say uh, John Lennon Mm -hmm. and George Harrison. You overthought it. It's Lennon and McCartney. Oh, in my head they were fighting. I know. I oh know. yeah, of course they were. But yeah. they st- they were always good at like, look, when it's time to record, we put our personal bullshit aside and we do a fucking oh, good job. There you go. The Beatles. Uh, give them props for uh, that. Yeah, and they were still best friends. You know the way yeah. best friends fight. Yeah. Um, your mother should know, uh, which I've never mentioned is if people don't know is the name of a Beatles song. Oh, uh, what sophisticated vocal quartet sported a name denoting two musical extremes? 
What sophisticated vocal quartet sported a name denoting two musical extremes? It feels like I could come close to getting this. So sophisticated, there's something there. It's a singing quartet? Is that mm-hmm. what this is? Vocal quartet. Vocal quartet, yes. okay. And the name is in reference to two musical extremes. They sported a name denoting two musical extremes. Hmm. I feel like I'm not going to get this, and then you're going to say it, and then I'm going to be like, God damn it, that was easy. Uh, I really have no idea how this is going to play out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, your mother should know. The, uh, it's going to be a the. The... I don't, I can't even. I'm not going to try. The high lows. Oh, God. Have you heard of them? No, but. No, yeah. And I low sh- is spelled L O. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I think the sophisticated is, is a little ironic because yeah. the name's not sophisticated, but I've never heard of them, so I don't know. They're being cheeky, truly. Yeah, a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we so don't know. I, said, it was, I don't know it was how, 85. if you're going to kick yourself or not. I'll live. Uh, the 50s. What 50s star was described as, quote, the first teenage idol that grandma can dig to? Ricky Nelson. Good guess, but no. He's a little too rock and roll for grandma. Would it be Frankie Valli? Even though I'll... No. Okay. Who is it? Pat Boone. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's what I say when I hear Pat Boone, too. Um, I'm going to run the board with zeros. Shit. Yeah, well, you've got you still you're only halfway through. All right. You can get to that magic three. <laughs> you got to bear down. Uh, and you know the questions typically get easier. Yeah. Sixties. What British guitarist hired Rod Stewart to be the singer in his band in '67? British guitarist hired Rod Stewart, 1967. Eric Clapton. No, I don't know. Jeff Beck. Oh fuck! See, we we're gonna say Jeff Beck, but yeah. I thought it was reversed. No. Uh-huh. I thought Rod Stewart was like, hey, Jeff Beck. God. That's all right. That's all right. All right. I'm going to this table. <laughs> After the Beatles, what Beethoven symphony is adapted in the Electric Light Orchestra's Rollover Beethoven? Uh, Beethoven's Fifth. Yes, correct. Hey, yes. No shutout. Ah, <sighs> oh, can rest easy. Yeah. Uh, and finally, anything goes. What country other than Italy... Are madrigals commonly associated with Spain? Incorrect. Yeah, I was guessing England. I don't even know what a madrigal is. Neither do I. Yeah, the I know the madrigal name. I know is the comedian Al Madrigal. Oh yeah, he's yeah. funny. Yeah, he is. All right, I got one. You got one. <laughs> oh boy, that was you won last time. I think. So, I didn't care. Uh, yeah, I got like four. Yeah, last time, which was. A, I mean, a I don't treat. need to choose from the center because because it's over. It's that's designed in case I'm a cheater. But <sighs> all right. Wow, I'm sorry, I was thrown by this question. They, they do Cover notes. Yeah. Who wrote Let's Do It? Cole Porter, Peter Allen, or Prince? Ah, oh. Uh, I don't know who Peter Allen is. I don't think it's Prince. The first thing that popped into my head was uh, like that old song. Uh, like Let's Do It, Let's Fall in Love, I think is mm-hmm. the song. Let's fall so in I'm yeah. going to say Cole Porter. Correct. Tie game. All right. All right. Now Peter for the Allen. for the win. Peter Allen did some like '70s song called Rio or something like that. Yeah, you got me. All right, uh, Mom. What Cole Porter song observes? 
God damn it. Birds do it. Bees do it. Even educated fleas do it. Let's do it. Yep. God damn it. Uh, I'm going to go through and see if you can run the board uh, since you already won. If I don't get any more and I won on that second let's do it by Cole Porter <laughs> question, that's going to suck for you. Yeah. I'd really be real sad. Now I want you to run the board. Uh, but I want to earn it too, so yeah. I don't want that to happen either. 50s. Do real dogs bark in Patty Page's How Much Is That Doggy in the Window? No. Correct. <laughs> Did you know that or you're like, I got a 50-50? It was 50-50. Right. 60s. Who replaced Dave Gard after he turned in his Kingston Trio stripes? I don't get a multiple choice on that. No. I have to guess who one of the Kingston Trio's <laughs> yeah. replacements was. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> wow. Who replaced Dave Gard? Yeah, after he turned in his Kingston Trio stripes. Do you even know any other members? No, not at all. I don't even know. Steve Gard. John Stewart. Okay. Uh, after Beatles. What song has Stevie Wonder asking, Isn't She Precious Less Than One Minute Old? Uh, isn't She Lovely? Correct. All right, so that's one, two, three, four. four. Ooh, let's go with five. If you get five, that'll be a... That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. We rarely get that many, either of us. What English river was water music first played on? The Thames? Yeah. Five. That was an easy card. That was really easy. I got a real easy yeah. card. You got a, you got a happy card. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I didn't have to like pull off any showy things that I knew. <laughs> you didn't to, have to fucking deal with the high lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was... Uh, no, but five is good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of myself. But uh, that's it for the mini episode. We'll see you on our regular episode next time. Bye. Bye.